So what was the last good movie you've seen in theaters? Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't let that be your answer. What I mean... In theaters, though? like what's Ever, since, yeah. theater ever since Corona touched the U.S., I haven't stepped foot in a theater. You said good movie. Oh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> That's a non-answer. What I didn't, did we uh, go see, Brandon? In, uh, did in you see the, what did we uh, do? See? That was like the last movie we saw. Dune is basically Star, Star Wars, Wars movie, isn't it? Dune is and, jihad uh, on a desert planet. Yeah, it's Star Wars. Oh, Clark and I went last, uh, not this most recent. So before episode one. Birthday, right? Or was it this? To see the Empire Strikes Back in theaters. Yeah, okay. And it was when they still took our temperature at Alamo. It was 2020. I I saw Jurassic Park in theaters during the, the, uh, I think, the 2020 lockdown. And they cropped the frame. Yeah. They cropped it to 235 instead of 178. Weird. Yeah, and there and I, I went out and I asked him in the lobby, and he's like, "Ah, hey, you know, with these older movies, you know, this, uh, huh. he just didn't really give me an answer." And I was like, "Okay, fuck, fuck me, I guess. I guess I just won't see the dinosaur's head during the most iconic shot in Jurassic Park." Yeah, they're supposed to be covered in feathers, anyway. So it's already out of date. Historically inaccurate. But so they didn't. Will there be a special go- edition of, of Jurassic Park where they go and add feathers? It's called Jurassic World. Oh, would they do that? No. Because that would disrupt earlier continuity. Jurassic Park games. Yeah, I had a Super Nintendo one. There's a lot of video games. No, there's some like recent ones that are like probably they're still cranking them out. They're like the Sims, but there's a simulator one. If there's one franchise that has integrity for its story continuity, it's Jurassic Park. (laughs) You know. They're not some some fuck it low lives like Star Wars that just throw out properties willy nilly nowadays. Speaking of Star Wars, this is a podcast <laughs> where four random dudes talk about Star Wars. I'm Greg Phipps. And I'm Clark Owen. <laughs> I didn't know we were going so far as to I didn't know last name. Well, Dots this is going ourselves. on my channel, so they already know who I am. You know, oh, you can okay. preserve as much anonymity well, as there you, you want. Go. Right up. Up. Well, I am Professor X and Brand Flakes. For you, yeah. I wish I. All right. Well, Star Wars, guys. It uh, never seems to end, and yet nothing seemed to happen in this past year. But yet we still have a shitload to talk about. So what's the deal with that? It's a thing where a lot of things happen, but nothing happens at the same time. Right. Hurry Sounds like military wait. service. Meow. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. uh... The cats have some opinions, but unfortunately, (laughs) we ran out of microphones, so we weren't able to get. Cats are also Star Wars fans. That's true. You can't exclude them, (laughs) you know. So the book of Boba Fett just came out, December twenty ninth. Right. This is now New Year's Day. We Uh, were originally planning to record this right after we watched the first episode, but but we did not. So mind blowing that we just had to pick our. That we we retroactively forgot to bring all our equipment and set it up before we did it. But it's okay. Because it was probably better that we didn't have, you know... We we did all the technical stuff today instead of right after experiencing the story. This is a riveting We're here now. Let's talk about it. Um, Okay, so... Big picture stuff. 
Rise of Skywalker obviously did not do as well as they wanted. And then the world fell apart. And so they're like, fuck it. We're just going to rely on Disney+. And so now they're doing that thing they do where they get one thing that works and then they like attach like three other things onto it, almost like a parasite. Like, mm. so, you know, Mandalorian was yeah. its own thing for season one. And now we're getting all these spinoffs. Yeah. And, but they're like, there were a couple <laughs> tie-ins from the earlier shows and now it's all just like this sort of interconnected web of references and characters and to borrow a Marvel theme. Is it more like a Hydra? Cut off one of its heads and two more grow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it seems like. It's too big to fail, I guess. Even when they fall right on their fucking face, like with Solo. Which isn't a bad movie, but... Star Wars is too big to fail. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. From a business perspective, you can keep making Star Wars way past George Lucas's tragic death in 2042 um, in a food court. Please please don't judge well, you know, you can, a, only eat so, you can only eat so much KFC and drink so much Diet Coke before your heart gives out. So, you know. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, some people have mentioned that Boba may or may not have uh, gained some weight uh, since the last time he we looking, saw him. He was looking he buff. Has. He crawled out of that back to tank looking like, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. He was... how, how did he survive the Sarlacc pit? Apparently by uh, being a parasite or something? Okay, well... He gained weight. They mentioned in, in Return of the Jedi, there's exposition, <laughs> right? Where they're like, it takes a thousand years to digest in this thing's stomach. Yep. And I'm like, okay, well, you'd probably just die of old age before you had to ever worry about being like, you know, stomach and acid. But yeah. it can yeah. apparently also yeah. digest plastisteel. Yeah. yeah. That's some heavy stomach acid, man. Well, the fucking stormtrooper armor is already so like thin. You know, like like Blasters in the same episode, we see him like, oh no, it was it in the the episode where uh, Boba Fett first shows up like in person on Mando in season two when he's mm-hmm. like he's got his little staff thing and he's like just no, right just like beating the fuck out of those stormtroopers and their their armors like exploding just, from the impact. Okay. So like yeah, I, I, if you put them in a giant like PVC acidic plastic space slug stomach, they're gonna melt like. Yeah, like nothing. It's no Beskar. No, I it, I go I would go as far as to say it's it's completely unnecessary. I think stormtroopers could walk around just in, in normal clothes and have the same amount of protection. So I would say that seeing how Boba survived the Sarlacc pit was pretty much a necessary plot point that everybody needed to see. And what yeah. better place to start with is right there where we last left off and where we last saw him. Well, Brandon, you were the one that said during the screening you were like. You were like, they really did it. They really went there. And I was like, what, do you think they weren't going to fucking do it? I mean, it's called the Book of Boba. Like, I mean, they could have just did not. I felt a little fan service. You could have ignored it and like expositioned it. Or blast out of there like Superman, like coming up like. (laughs) Yeah, that was a little. Well, he doesn't deserve a, a glamorous rebirth after his embarrassing almost death. And bath yeah. and stomach acid. That's true. This is more. This is a show more of a redemption arc since. Uh, but is it though? Know, is it more just an explanation arc? Well, I think it's because he's not gonna. Uh, well, I, I'm curious as to what the choice was back in 1982 or whatever to, like, have that moment happen in the movie. Off. Like, yeah. uh, this guy's barely a character. Whatever. 
Yeah. No one's going to remember him. Just have him die in a goofy a way. And, this you know, a... we're going to wrap this thing up. We're never going to make another one of these anyway. So what does it matter who dies? <laughs> Put him in a parade. <laughs> Oops. Put him in a parade. We'll introduce him like that. Yeah. Star so, Wars was always like jazz. It was just done on the fly, you know, episode by episode. Yeah. The first one was basically a fluke. And then they just kept sort of failing upwards. Luke the fluke. Yeah. They just kept throwing money at it until it, it, uh, like I said, it's too big to fail. Well, um, I hope Jar Jar shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. So he survived the uh, the Sarlacc pit. We got to see that. You know. How does he he burns himself out with the flamethrower? It looked like he like jabbed through like its esophagus into its lungs, is what I would took it as, because it immediately the flame like spewed out. Yeah. So first he took the breathing tube off the. Uh, off the stormtrooper. That was guy. gross and unnecessary. Yeah, just kind of ripped it out of his suit. And it was already kind of sucked Like, how it. long had he been sitting there? Was that like right after? Like, how long I'm had he been sure. in there, like, needing air? And then. <laughs> but oh, he needed air, air, so he got it. Well, uh, if this show has proven anything, it's that uh, Boba Fett can be as unconscious for the perfect amount of time to then pick up to the next story point that he needs to get to. So. Yeah, I'm sure it was. If it takes a thousand years to digest something, is that do you die of suffocation then? Because like that or dehydration or starvation or any number of three days. Like how long had that been? That is a good question, which I don't know. Maybe it was just the explosion of the barge just woke him up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like oh the fuck oh yeah where am I at? Yeah. That would have been so funny. We, yeah, we, he busts out of this, uh, out of the sand, and three PO and R two D two are in the background. And they, away. They, <laughs> they get picked up on the little magnet, and he's like, "Wait, fuck, God damn it!" Yeah. So did R two and three PO get picked up by that same uh, group of uh... the skiff that they flew yeah. away on? Had a little a droid sized magnet on the bottom by the same Jawas as uh, as the Jawas that picked up Boba's armor. You wonder. I yeah. That'd be too. Yeah, maybe it's just like that's regional technology on Tatooine. They all have oh, yeah. that feature. You I mean, know, all the you're gonna drop it. some yeah. shit in the sand. It's yeah. hot. You don't want to get out and burn your feet on the sand. Like, yeah, just, just have a little thing to pick it up with. Got it's it. fine. Um, and so after that, we uh, go on through a lot of, I guess, flashbacks in this aspect to. Boba getting dragged off by the Jawas, getting stripped clean by the Jawas. I, I gotta say I and prefer this, this structure the of the, the the showing the present day and then going back and showing the origin, even though he looks exactly the same. But yeah, it's, uh, he's it's in his okay. 60s. We're not gonna push him too far and make any transformations or even try to do anything digital. We I won't guess. worry about that. But <laughs> and uh, so that's how we find out how um, uh, what's his name, the sheriff guy from season one and Mando. Oh, right. Yep, wound up with the armor. Mm-hmm. Oh. Back on tattooing. Cobb Vance? Yeah, Cobb Vance. Yeah, that was go. season two, actually. That was season two, there episode one. It was played by <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. What a babe. <laughs> Which is not, he's, he is actually not named after the, the large creature that they defeat at the end of Return of the King. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, different, different series. That's a different creature. Right. Uh, um, yeah, so that's how he gets the armor. Is from those those uh, group of Jawas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets it later, and then uh, we get to get some more flashes into Boba getting wound up, eventually getting picked up by the uh, 
by the sand people there. By the uh, Tuscan the Tuscan Raiders. Is sand people offensive? They live I've their entire lives in the sand? Yeah, but like like racial coding wise. Like back in nineteen seventy seven, you think George Lucas was just like <laughs> Hey, we need some sort of uh, I don't know, sand people. No, let's, let's not be racist they, towards Italians either. Tuscan me <laughs> is only a region. Well, that's not what's important. He just takes words and jumbles them up. Exactly. And I guess he, he takes he just sees people like words. Eh. They're just there to to dress the scenery. Don't think about it too hard. There's sand people. There's no <laughs> allegories to Arabs or anything like that. Yeah, nomadic tribes and what do they <laughs> sound like? <laughs> oh, um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, they that's just exactly scream. Right. So in previous uh, iterations, the the Tuscan Raiders have always been like. Uh, I guess just barbaric, like just rifle, like saber waving, you yeah. know, peoples, right? Savages, basically. Yeah, kind of. This yeah. one showed social structure. Yeah. Oh, they all look different, right? They had different costumes <laughs> and different vibes. There was a. I a mean, An- Anakin doesn't give a shit. He sees yeah. them all exactly Kids. the same. He's they were children. He is a Tuscan <laughs> racist. Anakin's a racist. racist. Oh, totally. He's a. He's, he just hates kids. And they were living <laughs> like animals, and I slaughtered them. He's a genocidal maniac. (laughs) Yeah. So, but it wasn't like a belief system. It's just I want my mommy back. (laughs) (laughs) Should have just yelled "mommy" instead. It would have been better. Mommy, mama, (laughs) ma. So uh, yeah, we get to see their social structure a little bit. There's a. In case uh, you, my point being, in case you ever actually related to these characters, don't. Because they suck, and all they want is anyone else that isn't them to suffer. That's why I'm convinced they're gonna have Kylo Ren kill Grogu to give you a reason to hate him. Kylo Ren? Oh wow! Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna go there. Wait, wait, who's that? Who's Kylo Ren? Later. Is that is that like a a, is that a background character in one of these Disney Plus shows? It's not memorable enough for me to remember who. Oh, burn. (laughs) Got him. So <clears throat> broke his mask. Yep. Those Tuscan Raiders. Pointless <laughs> mask. They have those little like masks that serves so many. <laughs> so how do you dr- how does one drink through a Tuscan Raider mask? I wonder. Uh, they you just know? there's like a little, yeah. a little filter, a screen that yeah. it just like falls into. It's kind of like no. I would imagine it's like similar material. It's like a mesh sort of thing. Maybe it's like lizards that breathe through their skin, but they like just ventilator. Absorb, absorb moisture. My question is, why the fuck you need these moisture evaporators if apparently there are parts of Tatooine where you, you can just, just go and dig less than a foot under the surface up. of the yeah. sand and you find an abundance of but these little like water pods all fucking day. Apparently, <laughs> it's labor it takes, intensive. Because each one of them is, it's like a, a Capri Sun where there's like just <laughs> enough liquid to keep you thirsty and one another one. So you're like, keep digging. <laughs> Talking about those gross worms. I don't want yeah. that. <laughs> worm juice. <laughs> no, oh thank you. Oh, fuck. I do not want worm juice. Thank you. We should point out that there is a fair amount of, of Dune. Uh, maybe it's because of the recency of Dune, the Denis Villeneuve. Uh, adaptation. I don't know. There's like eight ways to pronounce his name. Yeah. But like, 
villain. Obviously, I'm sure when George Lucas was pulling from various sources, racist or Doom not. had nothing uh, to do with it. Yeah, no, not at all. So whenever we see similar aesthetics to it, just know that Frank Herbert is full of shit. If he ever had an <laughs> unkind word to say about that hermit from Pasadena. And that David Lynch turned down Return of the Jedi. <laughs> such a shame we could have had such an epic movie redemption dune i was gonna say maybe redemption boba dune. fett never Red- would have redemption. died because david lynch just would have forgot who he was by the time it <laughs> came to him and we wouldn't be sitting here discussing this right now yeah so then boba winds up locked up with a uh a rodian right uh all right gotta say he was kind of a punk of a rodian too like who wants for, to stay for non-nerds up? we should specify it's a it, i'm gonna call it a greedo a Greedo, Greedo alien. Type. They have their yeah. own name. It's a Greedo. You if go. you know who Greedo is, it's like that, but red. Yep. He was a punk. I do like the the, the laziness <laughs> of Star Wars nowadays of, to just come up with a new, like, cool-looking alien. They're like, I don't know, just painted another solid, bright color. That's <laughs> alien-like. We've already done green and blue to death. Do Start doing red, orange, purple, fuck it, yellow. But I think we saw some of those colors later in uh, in the Twi'leks. You know, yeah. there's some. We got to make these people's 4K TVs really pop <laughs> when we have these uh, characters that come on screen and they, these bright you never costumes. learn their names and they don't do anything else. Yep. So we're we're just talking about the flashbacks so far, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, so he's been at that camp and then uh, breaks out, you know, but so, doesn't break out at the same time. So let me let me just get a. a grasp on where this is in the star wars timeline so in attack of the clones which is like 23 years before the battle of yavin which is i guess where that that sort of calendar cuts off and he's like i don't know 10 i would assume 10 because it's the 10 years after sifodeus quote unquote Cyphodeus has been dead for 10 years. Commissioned the <laughs> someone commissioned the clone army. And so that was around the time they took his his DNA and he's like, I won't want a game but for me and make him age normally instead of rapidly so he could be a killing soldier. <laughs> even though that's what he's gonna grow up to be to avenge my death after a black Jedi decapitates him. <laughs> it turned into John McCartney. John McCartney. <laughs> It's a combination of John McLennan and McLennan. Paul L- Lartney. I don't know. My brain Paul is broken. Blart. Paul Blart. There you Malka. go. Paul Blart. There you go. So Boba is like 10 years old. And then 23 years Back later then, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, is when the first Death Star explodes. So he's like in his 30s. <clears throat> and then three years pass. And then one year passes in between Empire and then Jedi. So these are four four years after the Battle of Yavin is right. where we're at right now. So he's like 37. Why does he look like he's 62? Hmm. He survived a Sarlacc. <laughs> he's Excuse me. partially digested. <clears throat> partially digested acid attack. Yeah. Yes, time. Uh... It couldn't be that Tamora Morrison <laughs> was enjoying the money he made off of the high-budget movies he was doing in Hollywood 20 years ago and... <laughs> If you thought heartburn was bad, try body burn. So this is taking place closer to nine years after the Battle of Yavin, I think, is what we're looking at. Um, so yeah, I mean, eh, whatever. I yeah. kind of like that it's the uh, you know the actor that we've kind of grown up with, I guess, since the prequels, because uh, the original guy was just a deuce nozzle. Well, that's uh, that, well, I'm <laughs> saying the flashback stuff is like what, four years after? And then the nine years is when in the modern oh, right. day when he's taken yeah. over 
most Espa. Exactly. So. You got it. So there's like a five-year gap there, right? Right. Something like that? That's okay. what they've been saying. Okay, so there's like a five-year gap. And apparently nothing happened in those five years. They didn't start building the new Republic or anything. <laughs> well, he gets paid with Republic credits when, uh, well, we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves there. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> uh, so he winds up going up to court after, you know, we get those flashback scenes. And uh, everybody is paying fealty to the new the new king, the new lord, the new Jabba, the hut, uh, or Bib Fortuna, as uh, Matt Berry made an appearance as uh, the droid <laughs> UK2B. <laughs> Uh, who's also the same droid that we see who held uh, R2-D2's feet to the, the or like that droid, he's torturing that oh, droid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When the, they first uh, original show series. up in Return of the Jedi. Right. I like how they even... Or are you talking even... about the Mandalorian? <laughs> no. and uh, yeah. In the movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like how they even made the droid kind of have that like chiseled jaw-shaped face that he had. Like, oh, like, yeah. He's got the, like solid cheeks. Image, the imagery like... was just, like in homage to him entirely. It was cool. <laughs> Now, Fortuna. I feel like I might be missing something as far as Boba's motivation for wanting to become a crime lord. Like, I get that he was always a bounty hunter, like like his father before him. Um, but like, aside, no, his father was he seemed like he was just hanging out at Jabba's palace before he got thrown into a sarlacc pit. They were more like brothers. Who Jabba and? Well, it's, it's it's like the. <laughs> I feel like if you're a clone. You're like Django you're, and Boba. It's like being a twin. So, oh, I mean, yeah, that's why the clones called them brothers, <laughs> the th- like in yeah. the Clone Wars. Well, I don't know. I mean, what what do you consider the relationship between like Wolverine and uh, Daphne Keene's character, who I can't remember, like in Logan? Mm. Since it's there, like te- she's technically a clone yeah. of his DNA, right? So, yeah, it, cl- cloning gets into weird spaces. But anyway, my point being, like, yeah, he's a bounty hunter, but he's just like. He's just sort of hanging out after he, I'm assuming he got paid big for delivering oh, yeah. uh, Han to Jabba. So, like, he, he survives the Sarlacc pit. He survives whatever shit he goes through with the... I'm just wondering, like, why after the five years of searching for his armor, as soon as he gets it back, he immediately just wants to take the throne. Because that was the... Like, does he does he personally hold Jabba responsible for Han being mm-hmm. blind and stabbing his jetpack and causing him to <laughs> he crash out, into the barge and fall into a Sarlacc monster? He helped out Mando and Baby Yoda and then deuced. Right, but like... So, so he doesn't do feel a responsibility. Like, it's not back like to he what has you, a you debt to, to what you repay. Know. Like, you go to what you know. Well, right, he doesn't have a responsibility to Mandalore the planet because he's not technically right. a Mandalorian. He's a Kaminoan. Except he's but not a, a weird... What was Django? Was Django a Mandalorian? No. No, he was a bounty hunter as well, right? Well, I mean, I, I don't know a, if the show will even get man, into it. They but. said he was a Mandalorian. But aren't he there, like, books from legacies? No, they, said it. No, they literally where? said it in Mandalorian. Oh, that yeah, when Django he, when he got the armor yeah. back, he's like, oh, do you deserve this armor. It is yours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, we'll is see. it is it like he's a Mandalorian? Like uh, Ray is a Skywalker? In name only. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. But, but like I said, I think the show might show us like, like what exactly makes him want to take over. Motivation. Then like, fuck else do I got going on? Yep. And like, who else is going to do it? We're just let this guy sit here and get fat. Hopefully, it's my we job. see some more motivations, and hopefully, we see. I guess we have we seen in the show when. Uh, Fennec Shan meets 
Boba Fett? I don't think we have. We saw Fennec Shan in the Bad Batch. Well, and she's also bit. in. Uh, yeah, technically, we saw her. Yeah, one. in season right. one when he picks her up, we haven't seen like the face to face interaction, well, we but that's the implied. We haven't seen, I result. guess, when they when they started that relationship. First, I yeah. guess. Or, Do you we think did, right there? Yeah, I'm in um, Mandalorian when when she's passed out in the desert and he walks up and it's just the boots. Oh, that's right. right. I think we're gonna see that okay. moment. They're gonna tie that in that moment. Yeah, so there's no like. So they just never developed like as far there's as why that. Okay. Out of it. Just well, that's what that's what this miniseries is for. But I guess it, it leaves yeah, the question is whether they, or not they knew each other before that, or he probably knew about her because she's a world-renowned assassin, like a galaxy-renowned assassin. Right. And apparently He's probably not just walking artist. through the desert looking right. for yeah, strong nobody. Well, he was ass looking for Mando, I think, safe. at that point. But, yeah. Okay. Anyhow, uh, there's some interesting questions there that uh, hopefully the show explores into. I hope they explore her hardcore parkour side a little more, too. Oh, yeah. She, uh, there's going to be a lot of parkour, I think, in the future. I hope it Xavier looks more impressive it than more it did. In, no, was it Greg? No, I think it was Greg that said yeah. he wanted to do it in first person. Yeah, like like <laughs> uh, a GoPro. Like so Mirror's GoPro. Edge. Yeah. Do, do a Mirror's Edge type. Like It would make it more be cool. visually <laughs> dynamic, more interesting. Because yeah. the, the more chase, camera right. on a crane while people do uh, parkour in a wide action yeah. shot. It just doesn't look studio. good. No, it doesn't it, it look good. Looks set. Yeah, it looks silly. It looks like kids hopping from one playground set to the next. Yeah. Like it doesn't look. <laughs> looks like a... it doesn't look badass. <laughs> right. Like I'm more distracted by their lame parkour than the fact that they're su- supposedly assassins. Truth. Agreed. Like they're they're better at at shooting rifles than they. It are. was a Robert Rodriguez directed episode though, no, and I love Robert Rodriguez, it but wasn't directed. This is also Robert the first yeah, episode was. was yeah yeah, yeah. it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the Robert Hart. Well, yeah, because he so directed the episode of season two where Mando showed up. He directed yeah, that Yeah, he one directed too. that one, too. Yeah. But he is an executive so, producer for the whole season. Right. But he did direct, like, John Favreau is the showrunner, and he's directing one episode, and they're bringing back Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. I think they're just same cycling crew. They're just cycling creative. through the same directors. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think that's why we got some of those kind of, like, cheesy-ish shots, just because, like... COVID. You know, well... No, <laughs> maybe they had I don't to keep know. it constrained. Maybe. Oh, maybe distance or something. I don't know. They could have strapped a GoPro on them, anyways. That that Tuscan that Tuscan camp was definitely socially distanced, just by the way it was staged. So it's very yeah. possible. It's yeah. possible. Uh, there were constraints uh, during the filming, uh, but uh, so he has like all these people come and pay fealty to him, and then there's one person who doesn't, which is not the mayor, but. The mayor's servant, or the the dim the the daimo to the mayor, which is like a in Japanese is a feudal lord, and so that kind of hints that we've got like a feudal type situation, which makes sense because Java kind of ruled like in provinces, anyways, on Tatooine. So I'm dumb and white. Explain the feudal system, how it would relate to the sort of class hierarchical structure of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I guess on Tatooine, which is kind of like a Dune type planet. <laughs> right. Again, we're getting Dune themes here with the feudal lords. Right. Um, but there's also but, slave owners. Just yeah. Casually, exactly. Like so it's like a caste servitude. system type deal. But like, yeah. think about, I guess, uh, kings and and med- medieval Europe is the easiest thing to think about, where you've got you know whoever's got the the power center, they control as far as they can control their land, and then the next feudal lord has the next territory that they can control. And then they may all pay fealty to like a king. So, so Boba just by shooting 
Bib Fortuna's fat fucking face off that throne just sort of stepped into the top spot. The power vacuum, yeah. yeah but but the, there's still local like authorities that like the mayor. It's like a basically like a, a gang struggle, like whose turf is is getting controlled. Right. And, and in the trailer we saw like an authorian type figure, I think, with that uh that Dymo representative. Yeah, so maybe Brandon was right when he was when y'all were joking about it being Sopranos in space. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's going to be. I think we are. uh, There's definitely some similarities. I mean, it's better than sitting in fucking space Congress. I'll take it. (laughs) So the question is why they're not afraid of uh, Boba Fett then. I'm the mayor. Bob White, vote for me. That's obviously who was sent to assassinate him (laughs) during his excursion into the city. (laughs) That's my answer. No, um, I think who the fuck is afraid of Bib Fortuna? He just has to shake his, what did you call it, cranial organs at him? His right. so he's just, just shaking it like yeah, fleshy. What, what's he gonna fleshy, do but order people uh, around basically? And fleshy. Boba, him, he could just fucking like he. They illustrate in this episode, he he will just murder you himself if he feels the need. So like, I think Shut it's more that, that they're probably the just the other. I don't know. The mayor might just be trying to be like, well, you're not an eight thousand pound slug, so I'm not as afraid of you. Is but, the rancor? Oh wait. No. But I don't want to make it no. look like I'm a little. But in the trailer, we also saw a um, a female character with a metal arm, uh, who some have theorized is a dark Jedi from from Legends. I forget what her full name is. Aiden something. I had it pulled up earlier. Is that related at all to the the like underground sisterhood of Sith's from uh, Jedi Fallen Order? Sith. Oh, I don't know how they're going to wind up tying it in, but that yeah. could be interesting. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, cause it's if it's pre Disney acquiring of Star Wars, I and it's like in the Legends. I don't. I. I don't know. There's a lot of auxiliary stuff that just I don't know got buried over the years, and now they're like they're doing the Marvel thing where they're bringing up obscure stuff and being like, "Hey, you know this, right?" And like a <laughs> tiny percentage of the fan base is like, "Oh my God, yeah, everyone knows that." So, yeah, know. there's a, definitely a hierarchy as far as uh, fans who know the entire Wikipedia versus, you know, the the casual. I've only watched the, you know, original trilogy prequels right. and Which is why this, maybe sequels. this sort of seems like they, they were smart about structuring it sort of like one of the Marvel series where it's like, OK, we've got the Mandalorian now we've got this character and we're going to. Like, obviously, it's not just someone like Echo where it's like, we're just now introducing them and we've already greenlit them before you, like, we've greenlit their spinoff series before you ever see them on screen, which is maybe that's what happened with Book of Boba Fett because that's, you know, Mandalorian developed from the book of the Boba Fett movie they were going to do with James Mangold. Canceled. Oh, it was supposed to be a movie originally. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be a two hour, like. Yeah, that was like movie. When, yeah. Forever ago before yeah. Disney Plus took off. Right. Before the Mandalorian showed that along. So I think it's it's smart to take a character that like, you know, at least people, <laughs> the average person would recognize. And if you've at least been following the one super popular thing that everyone in the Star Wars fan base pretty much agrees is like holding it together right now, the Mandalorian. Um, you'll be able <laughs> to follow. Seen I don't Star think Star Wars. If you've seen Star Wars, you'll love more Star Wars. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't know if my like my dad isn't caught up on the Mandalorian, and I don't know if and I mean he was a kid when the 
original Boba Fett walked on screen. So, in Empire, what, so what I think I you're saying is, uh, kick on is Disney Plus Book of Boba Fett is going to be geared more towards maybe even like the original fans of Star Wars who haven't I'm, seen any of the animated series. I'm or, saying like sort of the opposite, actually, that I, I think it's I'm not sure how broadly it will appeal because of how sort of niche it is. In, a, in like that a specific, become... in this little specific pocket of the Star Wars timeline, you know what I mean? Hmm. Like it's not like Rogue One where it's just we're gonna cram in a bunch of shit, you know, no, and gonna... set it 15 minutes before the movie. You everyone on the planet <laughs> with has John seen. with yeah. John Favreau being in charge of it. There's no way they're not gonna try as hard as they can to tie it into what to what Mando has done to the whole fan base because there was no fan base for Mandalorian before it came out. We fell in love with it because it was awesome, right? And Truth. well, and because. Rise of Skywalker hadn't come along and, and you know... Still would have been cool with that. Dis- dismantled yeah. any remaining uh, faith in the fan base. That but the it, fans still would have been, it still would have been cool without that movie. I mean, I guess if you want to call Grogu a crutch, then... I mean, shit, it's better yeah. than nothing like Rise of That's Skywalker what I mean. had. That's what I mean. I think, At least it's an original story. It's a cool new thing. It's something we all really collectively not, agreed, kind of basically everybody yeah. was like, well, this is fucking awesome. There hasn't, there wasn't a Baby Yoda 40 years ago. Right. There I think this show is going to be successful despite that. Because, okay, so this is, I guess, what I was trying to get at earlier is that uh, Boba Fett is a classic character, I guess we'll call it, that has classic fans that have followed the character for a really long time. Yeah. And some of the critiques that I've seen, at least for the first episode, is that uh, he's not the badass that we saw in Return of the Jedi, you know, facing off against Darth Vader and just, like, basically talking smack to his face, you know, with no fear. Um, this is kind of like a beat-down, uh, wounded... Near-death experiences change you. They rushed him to the back-to-pit the second he ended that fight. Oh, totally. Absolutely. So he's still dependent on the back-to-pit. He's still really hurt. Uh, so they definitely gave him a lot of room. Psyche too. I mean, it does. That 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 can be true too. Maybe why he's trying to something. It can really rule know. a different way than how Jabba ruled. You know, and trying to establish a new way because he doesn't want to be uh, a Jabba character. He wants to be Boba. Right. Uh, he doesn't want to be Pizza the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No. So, no matter how scarred and fucked up his face gets. Maybe one of the reasons why that that mayor character is not going to be afraid of him is uh, you know that's literally the same trope though, it's that space sopranos still Ooh, space sopranos yeah is going to send out for you. <laughs> so uh, maybe the reason why the the mayor is uh, not going to be afraid of uh, of Boba Fett is is this female character that I mentioned from the trailer that we got a hint of is uh, I found her name is. Arden Lynn, um, and she's a human female that was a master of the Tarasi Kasi or Teras Kasi, uh, the Teras, the Teras Kasi. Uh, but she's a dark Jedi from Legends. Um, and supposedly she was around like thousands of years ago, so I don't know how they're going to wind up bringing her back or huh. how they're going to, you know, do well, any of that stuff. I but mean, we've seen that's what, weird shit. Yep. <laughs> we've seen weirder things before. The only comment I have on that is that that sounds at least a little less ridiculous than the Jad Vaj from Star Trek Picard. <laughs> One person got it. It was yeah. worth it. Yep, it was good. <laughs> Um, so that's that's pretty much all I've got from episode one and all yeah, the I mean, interesting you, points. It was thirty um, minutes long. We didn't. Yeah. They didn't get to a lot. Yeah, it was pretty short. 
yep. for a first episode, first series. You know, 30, uh, 38 up, uh, series, 30, 35, 38 uh, minutes. I feel like we missed a cut. I feel like we missed a cutback. Yeah, there's a lot of cutbacks to the the uh, the Tuscan Raiders. But I feel like that's kind of the point. This is a book. Yeah. It's a mini series. It's telling a story for like it's intentional. Like Absolutely. it's not just it's a, chapter one. It's not right. just a, like that's not just fan service. They're literally trying to. We got to start from the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For start from where it left off. I mean, yeah. And so the showing yeah. those flashbacks to the Tuscan Raiders is going to show like a progression to how he got to the the Boba that showed up in the Mandalorian kicking ass with a Tuscan like. Oh yeah. You know, staff. staff, right? Which is really cool. That curve part can just, you know, disable people, choke them, like uh, pull a leg out from under them. It's kind of a, a very versatile Maybe weapon. they will go even further back and then they can have the kid who played him in episode two play him as oh. a. That's what, yeah, we were 20 saying something that. or. Well, I think he's like something. in his 30s now. Yeah. That's why you guys, so I guess, we're kids. wondering why they didn't just use that Our character. Age. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, millennial Boba. <laughs> Well, I think you mean <laughs> y'all's age. Yeah. Oh, I'm a young bright, age. young, shiny 26-year-old. All there right? you go. <laughs> I'm never going to die. Still got the packaging going. No, but that would be cool, though. Yeah. I think if they could find a, a way I to mean, get him back, don't even too. Don't even do the, the Disney CGI face blending. No, or just whatever. bring him in. Just, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. just play it straight. See how it know? is. That would be interesting. Uh, no, put Mark Hamill's face on him. See how it works. Oh, dear. my question is is like this is i was thinking about like before the episode dropped like all this like they have to you know part of the storytelling like we were saying is that they're basically catching you up on what happened in between the thing you saw and the thing you're seeing now right so like some characters like boba fett have lots of blanks in the story but then like other characters may not get a, a a web series if you want to call it that uh, they'll get a fucking comic book run that like eight people read, and that's it. So like, mm-hmm. like, like Chewy. Are we gonna? We're not gonna get a Chewy miniseries, you know? Like, there's gonna probably a comic out there that explains how he got from uh, fleeing from the the now evil clone troopers on his home planet of Kashyyyk, leaving behind Itchy and Lumpy and from the <laughs> and and the somehow of- ending up in some shithole mud planet. <laughs> Uh, that's part of the Imperial Civil War in a cage. Or even what happens to Chewie afterwards. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, we know what happens. He gets his yeah. medal and he, he retires because all his friends are dead. Like, what, what, is he, Ooh, what they, else does he have to do? There's a book where, him, I swear there's a book, one of those weird I'm books where him, him oh, and Han Solo have, like, some kind of winter resort that they own. It's not a resort. Per se. It's like a place. It's a Hot and Chewy on a winter resort. I, I'm well, gonna have to find it. Pull that I mean, up, David. Not, pull only, it up. Okay, so they, yeah. they just faded away after the barge exploded. They uh-huh, they could have just right. flown all the way back to Java's palace, you know, went and raided all that money that Han was supposed to pay him back. Because yeah. that's a but question. Then he would have never Why didn't he out? ever pay him back? Three years after they blow up the Death Star, he still owes all uh-huh. his money to Jabba the Hutt. Like, oh, you, yeah. you just got your fucking reward yeah. immediately. Go pay back the gangster that wants yep. you dead. You have more than the 20% or whatever extra interest. You were, what the that fuck were you doing the type for three of years? That Han is, though. Like, he, was, he was too preoccupied, chasing tail and, and, he was being, I guess, a general of the New Republic or whatever, right? You distracted so. Darth Vader for three seconds in combat. You're a general. 
<laughs> I guess it's that easy to advance in the in the uh, Republic. Just ask uh, or Jar Jar. Jar Jar Binks. Well, Jar Jar was the key to all of it. He was he was uh, like Anakin. He was a puppet for Palpatine. A double agent. Yep. There we go. He, they needed a spokesperson, uh, a scapegoat, if you will, in case it all came to shit, and they didn't want mm-hmm. him, and he didn't want to collapse everything he'd been building. A mole. So, which I hate that I'm actually saying this unironically. Because we've deconstructed the prequels so much over the last 20 years that now we're like, no, Jar Jar has a purpose. He's not just there to sell toys. No, he's the there story, to sell those. Yeah, exactly. No, he is there for a very critical plot point. You know, the useful idiot. Which as much as we should on the prequels, there is some clever, like, stuff. There's real George Lucas knew what there. he was doing, you like, know, with the Trade Federation and the blockades. And like whatnot. when you finally realize that the plot of the Phantom Menace is Palpatine basically cheating his way into power. You're like, oh, this that makes, makes a lot, lot more sense. sense. Yeah. Uh, a lot yeah, of it exactly. still doesn't make sense, <laughs> but the, some yeah. parts of it make a lot more sense. So, does anybody know. want to talk about the uh, the super also cool fight scene with the uh, wannabe Goro Mortal Kombat character? Oh, yeah, Goro's ugly cousin on tattooing the the forearm. <laughs> it was like, like a, eight armed, like, like a lizard, lizard monster. What do we call it? A lizard centaur. Look, looks Except like it's a, all the way like one of the space. lizards from Star Trek, but like had a baby with Goro from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> you put Picard on that planet with his little staff. He's fucked. I mean. <laughs> He's not bad with it's that. Probably, it probably, if you go to the fucking Wikipedia, it probably already has a name. Uh, sorry, that's Wookiepedia. The Wookiepedia? I'm not going to give it fan service like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's two O's and two E's. There's Wikis for everything. There's Bo- Wookies for everything. There are certain uh, shadier... Uh, tree houses on Kashyyyk that you just don't want to go to because uh, <laughs> there's it's like an app for everything. There's a Wookiee for everything. Yeah, that's why you don't go to the underbelly of Kashyyyk. <laughs> you go straight home. All right. <laughs> Do not go. But, uh, so we covered the one thing that actually came out this year. Oh, okay. Well, Bad Batch aside, we ca- we covered the one live action Star Wars thing that actually came out in twenty. So in uh, so book, we should catch up on the rest of, of Boba though. For real though, I, I do want to see uh, Omega, Omega, uh, the twin to Boba. She's out there still floating around. Is she'd that be the clone, same age is that a as Clone Boba. Wars thing that I she is missed? a uh, she's from Bad Batch. See, oh, she's fuck, like that's Kenny on me for not watching Bad Batch. And so uh, I'm a bad fan. When Boba was created, they had a deal with the Kaminoans that the Kaminoans would keep another twin. That was made from Django's original <laughs> DNA. In, in case you were at the grocery store one day and needed a something replacement. like that. Yeah, this is not canon. And so it is canon. Yeah, everything Omega is, is canon. Omega is the is she's she's uh, Boba's brother. If Jar Jar is canon, Omega can she be canon. is Boba's brother, twin brother, sister. They're twins. Twin sister. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sister. There we go. You know what I mean. You guys know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the politics to make a, a you know non-binary clone yeah right just an androgynous clone yeah. he probably doesn't he probably looks like why Ken. did they give them sexual organs anyway yeah he just, probably no one looks ever like... has sex you just wanted to be series. a Ken doll they're just tools basically like they're just soldiers yeah. uh, but Omega would I mean have the same intelligence as Boba she you know in Bad Batch she's she's pretty badass she can shoot pretty well uh so if she, she aged good with guns good with guns what i look good with guns yeah 
Uh, Make but your daddy she, proud. I wonder where she is in the world right now and whether or not Boba knows about her. Does he know about her existence? She probably like, like, she's out there driving too. around in Slave 2. What's what's the name? Uh, oh, she's in the <laughs> Uncar <laughs> Plut. She's actually Uncar Plut, Simon Pegg's uh, frog character from Smoke oh, Awakens. Yeah. She's inside that suit. And she's a vocal modulizer. She's oh, smoking, dude. no, she's smoking death sticks. And she asks <laughs> who wants to go buy her a Zima. <laughs> Uh, but there have been some other Star Wars news that came out throughout the year other than these uh, new shows. Not uh, a lot. Not a lot. Mostly just a lot of failed projects uh, that have uh, that are will not come to fruition. Now, back in the day, back in, in my day, when Star Wars projects got canceled, it it's was because EA. it was because <laughs> they thought it wouldn't make any money or that it was a horrible idea or both. But now it's pretty much the former because of coronavirus. Yep. It's like, okay, like what what are people really gonna give well, a they shit? They were about? like super ambitious with like Hey, we're gonna we're gonna announce like last year when we did the first episode, right? Ones. There was like mm-hmm. fifteen things they announced yeah. for the foreseeable Half future. Half of those got canceled. Within a year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very to be ambitious. Disney's MO. Hey, we're gonna announce a Boba Fett movie. Yep. And they just look at the hype train. They're like, okay, which one of these has gotten hype? Okay, the ones that haven't gotten any hype, okay, those are killed. I mean, Bo- Book of Boba didn't even have necessarily, there wasn't really any hype going into it until we knew it existed. Knew it existed, yeah. yeah. They had it in development. That's because that, that's one of those surefire things that they knew was going to perform right. well uh, with a classic character again. Uh, but with all these other things, we're, we're in uncharted territory because now we're, are they going to risk putting new projects in the time frame of the sequels now and put that as like hard canon? Or are they going to just only make material in the New Republic, like in the the, the High Republic? Right. Or we could remake all of the sequels. Or just, or I mean, yeah, them. we could just forget that they ever existed just and just hold, start over. Hold again. a really <laughs> high-powered magnet to the hard drives that stores all their assets and wipe the collective memory of uh, of mankind. Um, but did you guys those... ever hear that there was that Twitter account? I'm not sure if it was a troll, but it was like a, a few months after Last Jedi came out. They're like. We're going to raise $200 million and remake The Last Jedi. And everyone on Twitter is like, you're such a fucking idiot. You don't have the IP rights. What the fuck do you think you know about making Star Wars movies? I'm like, I'm pretty sure this guy is just trying to rustle everyone's jimmies. (laughs) I think you guys got trolled. (laughs) Hardcore. However, uh, the one time that a YouTuber, uh, Star Wars Theory on YouTube, created a Darth Vader TV show, Disney sent him a cease and desist like immediately. Uh, and it was like fan funded, fan you know everything. I think, uh, but there's there's got to be a, a thresh threshold where fan film ex- exceeds it and just starts becoming copyright. It was too good, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. It was the the production quality was so good that it would have become a threat to <laughs> Disney's IP. That people would think yeah. it was that is a legitimate Disney and, yeah project. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Fair use. That says okay. So, the kind enough, of steps that through the boundaries and of fair use yeah. and move to Orlando. They're like, hey, the flashy, (laughs) shitty productions, that's what we do. But come right for Lucasfilm. That's what what should have happened, but instead they sent them, you know, a cease and desist and a lot of legal letters and whatnot. Didn't Uh, we talk last year about some guy that got a job with... Oh, maybe. Like he did some sort of rotoscoping thing on YouTube and then... Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, he went to go work with uh, the Lights Magic. 
Yeah, we yeah. In, industrial light and magic. Industrial ILM. light and magic. Yes. Did we ever follow up on that, or did we just forget until right now? Uh, just remembered right now. Oh, okay, yeah. so we'll let's just move on and pretend we didn't talk. But about out it. of those failed and canceled projects, Gina Carano got yes. socially canceled <laughs> by society, yeah. justfully, I think. Yeah. yeah. Now I am one of those people. I'm gonna just admit I didn't like do. The, I didn't look up all the receipts. And and compare it to like the most offensive things I've ever seen, and and have yeah. some sort of moral barometer on whether or not they are right to fire her. I also don't really care. Yeah, they have a right to fire her if they want to fire because her. Because as a character, Cara Dune is just not interesting. She's an MMA fighter. I thought she was an interesting, you know, hot, strong female character. You know, but that's all she was. Yeah, I like don't know that, it's, that, it's that they could have started a whole new strong and Rangers of the New like, Republic around her as a starring a character. Depth. Like even when they would talk about like stuff that happened to her off screen, it was just so like in passing that I never really like got a full grasp of like. I mean, is like what she she ran with the Imperial and then she defected and then she went back to being a double agent after the war. It's, yeah. Point being, I was never interested in her enough. Like we weren't gonna get a spinoff of her. I mean, that's what so, it was. Was Rangers of the New Republic would have been like going I stand forward. Corrected, yeah, and that's what was canceled. Was uh, when she was canceled. That show was also canceled. I won't lose sleep over that. That's okay. I won't either. Uh, and then both Patty Jenkins and Ryan Johnson's uh, projects, respectively, were also canceled due to conflicts between the directors and Lucasfilm directly. Now, this kind of reminds me of when Colin Trevorrow. Uh, left oh, directing Rise of Skywalker right. number nine. Although I now, heard that now, script would have been a phenomenal script. See, I, That's I the rumor, but you couldn't save seven and eight with just one movie. Well, the I first movie set it up really well. It was the Ryan Johnson film that locked it into the Ryan Johnson. R- Ryan. It's spelled oh, really oh, stupidly, okay. but it's pronounced normally. Oh, okay. Thank <laughs> no, you. but my that. my point I'm trying to make is that Colin Trevorrow made Book of Henry in like 2017. So I'm wondering if the Disney execs saw that and they said, we're not handing the fucking last movie to this Nimrod. Like, we can get better people to direct a movie. Oh, and then they maybe. were like, yeah. oh, fuck, no, we can't. We, we could just get the same guy that started this thing. Because if you start something, you got to know you how gotta to finish, finish it. it. Especially if your name is J.J. Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think he only starts things. I don't know if he ever so finishes was it, things. So was it like Disney saw Wonder Woman 84 and they were like, oh, fuck, we're not giving a Star Wars movie to this lady. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If I this is what I she does know. with $200 million, well, oh, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, I don't know. It could have that. I don't know anymore other than I know that there was a conflict between like the creative team for the movie and the the direction from Lucasfilm themselves. Um, so there, there's all sorts of speculation that can uh, can can be brought up between that. What about Ryan um, Johnson though? Do you think that might be was it? A I think that was probably or? the flop. That you think that it was the PR? Sequels, yeah, I think yeah. it was just the fact that everyone bad that, handling. That Last Jedi was sort of the point where it, it tipped over to the. Oh, they had already probably had this uh, this, this contract down. in place prior to that, and right. then after that, ruined the the relationship for sure. <laughs> Which is, I thought that's so silly that they they are always so confident that they will succeed. But like Solo was like the first sort of wake up point, I think, to where it's like that's when people realize that the mouse may not have Star Wars best intentions at heart because they released it against the fucking Avengers team up movie like a week later. 
So yeah. everyone would still be going seeing that or Deadpool 2, like... Yep. And then also, I mean, you'd mentioned uh, before the podcast, uh, through a roundabout way, um, I guess the mouse also owns Marvel, so Spider-Man came out recently as well. And so did Guillermo del Toro's movie. Oh, yeah, Nightmare Alley. Yeah, right. Even Which, though it's a, a... I think Disney just distributes the oh, Spider-Man okay. movies because Sony is the one that... I see. But I think it's... I, I, there, there's some Sony sort of crossover where it, it feels like an MCU movie. Either way, right. But, yeah, they released, you know, that through their, you know, big Disney label. And then Nightmare Alley was... Through the Fox Searchlight... Formerly known as Fox Searchlight, Searchlight Pictures is its new name. Oh, okay. it's twenty or it's like twenty first century studios, not twenty okay, first century Fox. Fox yeah. Um, and they released it like the same weekend or the weekend after, and it's like yeah, no, everyone in this weird like Omicron is just starting to come back out again. Yeah, yeah. so like COVID, COVID is is spiking, yeah. and if anyone's gonna risk going out in public, they're gonna go see the big you know dumb Spider Man movie. Which I'm, I'm not saying dumb in general. I just mean like right. you know popcorn yeah. eating masses. Totally. They're they're not trying to be challenged with you know, noir Deep intellectual type movies. Yeah, Lovecraftian like horror. For, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, Oscar caliber slash bait. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Although well, I have seen people say they want uh, No Way Home to be nominated for Best Picture, and oh, I say no. why? Yeah, I mean <laughs> they, it's they like put all the superheroes in one movie. That makes it the best movie of the year. <laughs> Just because it's the most watched movie doesn't make it the best movie, right? So yeah, um, and because of the Patty uh, Patty Jenkins movie getting canceled, Rogue Squadron, you know, was the title of her movie got canceled, which was the they were that was like based on the PC game from the nineties. The title was, but the she had said multiple times that it was not going to borrow any plot points whatsoever from the video games. Oh, they're just so too lazy to come own, up with another name. Yeah, pretty much. They're going to well, no, they're going to ride the coattails of success on a popular video game series. Rogue Three. Yeah. So either way, um, that gets us into the Disney Plus content because uh, there's really no movies coming out. Um, the ones that have been announced were the untitled Taika Waititi film um, and the untitled Kevin Feige film. This is the first time we've seen Kevin Feige's uh, name. But that was announced like just a few months before COVID broke out, like back in 2019. Right. right. Or and was so it, those are all to be announced. They're not even to be. They, they didn't. That wasn't like one of those D23. Like we got this giant map of projects. Like, yeah, it, it didn't say untitled. No, Taika has confirmed that he's locked in for that movie. Right. Um, this is the first time we're seeing Kevin Feige's name thrown in for a movie uh even with all the marvel stuff going on um so that'll be interesting to see kevin feige try to uh to to take on a project of his own i think he just likes money so he's just gonna do the marvel formula in star wars which they're already doing they're he's just already gonna crank it that. up so yeah, but there's know. already ip stuff that's slated so like mando 3 and i mean i bet you anything we either get a trailer for that at the end of this, or we get the same Marvel style thing where we're gonna same as end of last season of Mando. We'll get the uh, Obi One teaser. Well, you know, with it being Disney Plus, they're just gonna crank out a bunch of content regardless. Whether and speaking of Disney Plus content, we've got like seven shows to talk about under Disney Plus content, real quick. Just uh, extra shit. Just under the helmet. You you watched it? I haven't seen it. So under the helmet, I saw a banner ad for it, and I was like, they made a fucking documentary about Boba Fett? Like, it's one thing to make a TV show 
where you can explore a new part of his story that we haven't seen in a narrative form. But a 20-minute puff piece about, hey, you remember this character that has literally four minutes of screen time across three films? <laughs> in a Christmas movie. In a, in a <laughs> Christmas special where he rides a dinosaur? Remember him? Well, we spent a whole lot of money on a new show, so... Go watch it. Get excited about him. Okay, so that's what that was. Yeah, it, all was, right. it was all fluff, and it was like... I think it was 14 minutes of screen time with four lines or 12 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. But right. still, a very the documentary was longer than the amount of time he spent on screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they spend more time talking about how little screen time he had in those movies than he had in those movies. That's funny. So, yeah, it, it, it okay. was, wasn't much. And then um, uh, we got the biomes, vehicle flight-throughs. Is that also where we, that's also where they showed the parade. There was a clip of them doing a parade before the release of Empire Strikes Back with Darth, a guy in a Darth Vader suit and the guy who edited Twin Peaks in the Boba Fett suit um, <laughs> just walking down the street, uh, signing autographs to kids that have no idea who this character is. They're just excited because it's Star Wars. So the biomes, the, yeah, there's like these weird, like atmospheric, I don't want to say ASMR. It's like moving it's art. It's like back, yeah, background. It's like, the, like a VR space almost. It's like the Apple like... TV wallpaper, but Star Wars uh, with like sound okay. effects. It's like where it was thing. This is where the creature with the blue milk lives. Right. So biomes, <laughs> biomes is just like it's kind of like like when they fly through Shanghai or whatever on the Apple TV wallpaper, yeah. but they're flying through like Hoth okay. or Geonosis or some wow. other or Tatooine. Just like very okay. exciting landscapes gotcha. that are very diverse. And, no. Um, it's it's very pointless. Um, the vehicle fly-throughs I thought were even more pointless because it, it seemed like it's someone just two. took like old behind-the-scenes yeah. promo, like we were going to put a camera on a gimbal and walk <laughs> through this set we built for this quarter-billion-dollar yeah. movie, um, and we're going to use it for as like you know B-roll in one of our promo pieces before the movie comes out. And it's like they just took that and then strung it together. Half of its hallways. Half of its, its hallways. Like Most of it's just like exterior shots. Like here's the radar dish. Here's the ramp on the... Here's the turrets on the top and bottom. It's all the set, like, uh, yeah. uh, reference photos. Right. It was just like, like, who finds this interesting? I even made a comment while we were watching. I was like, this would be more interesting if it was, a like, a diorama at Disney World. That you could walk could through. And you walk through yeah, it physically. That would be Just cool. watching it on TV. It's fucking boring. Who cares? Yeah. Like, ooh, yeah. we're in a we're in a throne room for the Force Awakens. It's like so I'm not there. If, I see, if I'm, I'm seeing a shit. theme here, <laughs> no. I'm assuming Galaxy of Sounds doesn't have much to offer any as, as well. No, that was more like a supercut of that was weird though. Oh, because it was like was it was terrible. like an action sequence. Wait, the one we watched was like action, I think, and okay. it was like the, it was like a supercut of various like. Like, not even, like, the the super exciting <laughs> moments of the action sequence. It's just, like, little transitional bits. And it's, like, they took out all the dialogue and all the, you know, fanfare all John music. Williams. And it's just... Like, like that was the whole point of it was just to... Oh. Yeah, it's okay. like, what the fuck? Weird. What kid is going to click on this and be like, that was worth my time? <laughs> <laughs> I could have I could have been losing brain cells on TikTok or YouTube for the last hour, but no, I was watching The Galaxy of Sounds on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> so, yeah. And okay. then we also, uh, like, earlier today we did Terrifying Tales, or I did, because mm-hmm. I was like, I should at least watch this and Oof, we're going to talk it about so it. It was so bad. It was like, the, we got to the first 10 minutes of it. I should explain, it's like, they did the Lego Star Wars holiday special last year and this is sort of a follow-up or it's it's just basically a similar stylistic thing except it's poe dameron 
the most interesting mm-hmm. character of all time, generic action fighter pilot man. Everyone yeah. loves him. He's sarcastic, and that's his only personality for it. Um, and it's like he's <laughs> crashes his X-wing, which apparently just happens all the time nowadays. You know, X-wing maintenance. They just grow on trees. Is lacking. You know. Yeah. So he he crashes on Mustafar, I think, where after Vader died, his lava temple that you see in Rogue One, they like there's like some real estate company that, uh... comes through and tries to make it a, a Sith themed theme park. And since they know him as General Poe Dameron, who helped blow up Sky Killer Star Killer Base. I guess it takes place. I, I I don't know. Point being, I think it's used as an excuse to do like a sort of anthology, like that family, like when Family Guy will do like three stories in one episode, and they're all mm-hmm. unrelated, mm-hmm. but all the characters. Right. So it was like the only one we got to was the first one, which was Kylo Ren's origin story, which like, yeah, show me that in live action when you're spending a quarter billion dollars on it, not in Lego a form, Lego. and having yeah. someone do like a. Like if Adam Driver was trying to be like a surfer dude, like I guess I guess what they were going for was they were trying to, hey, he's Han Solo's son, so he's kind That's of cool. a knucklehead, and then he gets tricked into being a Knight of Ren, and then <laughs> and then, and then he's so, evil. No, that, he's, it's literally, he got it's literally what, exactly what happens. Like it's, holy shit, you thought the Ryan he, Johnson he got, wait, explanation and he and got last, catfished into like, being a Knight of they're Ren. They're like, hey kid, come over here. You want to eat some candy? If you're gonna be a Knight of Ren, candy, all we do is party <laughs> and, and joyride on our speeders. Oh, by the way, you're uh, evil now. So yep. and then yeah, you gotta happens. kill these people. Go kill all the children, all all the Jedi, and then he which hates is Luke. where Grogu will get murdered. Oh, don't say that. And we don't will hate. That. We'll uh, now have a reason to hate. Well, it's, Kylo it's Ren. what like 15 years in between. The season two finale of Mandalorian and the last the that flashback but in the it last gives you a reason to hate them. Mm-mm. All right, he's still gonna be. Like I'm just two saying, years in 15 old. years, you think he's still gonna be hanging out there? Or you think he's starting to hit puberty finally? Grogu's he's gonna still go 50. out on his own. Well, by that point, he's gonna be like in his <laughs> 60s, 70s. So you know, he's still yeah preteen. He'll be out. May on the it. force yeah. be with you. <laughs> Merchandise. Merchandising. Uh, what about faithful Wookie? That's just the cartoon from the, the oh, yeah. original Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, because that's the okay. only thing that I don't know who had to sign off on that. Maybe George, but someone had to be like, "This is the only part of the special that we are okay with showing publicly. <laughs> Everything else, we will be mocked. We have been mocked relentlessly for. We didn't even make the fucking thing, but we own it now. <laughs> We've already made enough blunders with, for so much more money." We're not going to upload this whole archival thing and and remind people of of how George much worse said, it could. I'm pretty get. sure that George said he doesn't want it anywhere, but then it probably had to have been him that signed off on it. He's like, wow, that faithful working thing was actually pretty good. It's actually yeah, not right. bad. It wasn't it's nightmare cute. fuel. It's as cute. much. It's still pretty nightmare fuel. That's silly. I like money. Um. So yeah, there's that. And then I actually haven't rewatched it, but I was glad when they re-added the 2D Clone Wars. Because I never really got into the 3D Clone Wars when it was on, because that was around the time I started aging out of Star mm-hmm. Wars when I was like 12 or 13. Um, like like the, you know, sort of sycophantic yeah. fanboy, like I gotta consume <laughs> everything uh, part of fandom. So I never really got into it. But I remember being huge into the 2D one between clones and... Because that was like the, the most influential part of my childhood. That's like, like the same animator as Samurai Jack, right? Uh, Jinnity Tart... Tartakovsky? Tartakovsky? Yeah. 
something like that. So, yeah, but okay. yeah, there's yeah. gorgeous animation. The storytelling is some of its like some of the best. Like it blows the prequels out of the water. That goes without saying. Mm-hmm. And in terms of just the dramatic, it's where we first get Ahsoka as well. Hit. Yeah. Well, the first time we see Ahsoka is in that 2D Clone Wars. Is she? I think so. No, I don't think she pops up till the 3D movie from 2008. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Is the movie okay? Yeah. No, and then I will say I'm not a huge fan of them just making it one long compilation of seasons instead of like the individual parts, like the two to three minute, and then like oh, you know, as you get to the. I don't, and it's also weird how they divide up like part one and two, and then part three because part three is like an hour long and it's five episodes, and parts one and two are an hour long and it's you know twenty episodes or whatever. Hmm. So I'm gonna I don't go know. back and watch those then. Yeah, they're really good though. That's and, interesting. And it, it made me like so whenever over the years I would be like, man, I, I really thought the Clone Wars was some of the best shit. People are like, I don't know, I never really watched that show on Cartoon Network. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, 3D and all this stuff. I'm like. No, 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 no. The 2D Clone Wars. And most people don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Because I, I feel like, yeah, if you were a, a big fan between 2 and 3, you know, coming out, mm-hmm. that you would have been all over that shit. But, like, most people just remember the prequels and the, the memes around them, like the live action stuff. So this is just something that got buried. And also, you know, with Disney acquiring the whole franchise, it, it sort of got lumped into Legends territory, even though I think it's it's... It deserves more recognition than that. I mean, so they they also never, didn't they also retconned it? Star Wars. Right. Yep. And said it's no longer canon. Well, it's. I think it's because too much overlapped probably from the 3D series in terms of the actual timeline of the three years between Attack of the Clones and Remind of the Sith. So it might have even just been that like the 3D Clone Wars is what they want to consider the official canon version of the events of the Clone Wars. Because like Ahsoka and all that stuff isn't in the 2D one. So it's kind of like an alternate history at this point, like an alternate timeline of events. But like, it doesn't really connect to any of the, the Disney Plus umbrella of stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like the the roots that they're laying now and all these live action shows. Right? Or none of their. Uh, what's her name? Ayla Secura? No, she's a Jedi. What What's the name of the blonde, the bald lady with the two Count Dooku red lightsabers from the two D series? Oh, Ventress, Asajj yeah. Ventress. Like, are yeah. we? Is she ever gonna? Well, no, I mean, she, she gets she her her she story died, comes but, to an end. But then that doesn't. But is she in the three D ones at all? She's in the three D ones. Oh, okay. quite a lot. Yeah, quite a lot. So, you should go definitely go. So back we've already and watch pa- those. we've already passed the point of <laughs> we're not gonna bring her back with spider robot legs. No, no, okay. no, no. She's yeah. Her story's come to an end. Right. Um, and then Bad Batch. You know, speaking of three D Clone Wars, uh, Bad Batch is epic. Uh, again. Omega, the clone of Boba, uh, you know, twins. Not canon. I think that that's interesting, you know, because Luke and Leia are twins. Not canon. It is canon. Brandon, it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> it's on canon. Disney Plus. It's canon. <laughs> that's that's what matters nowadays. It's on Star yeah. Wars. So, like I said, I I just didn't watch it because like, I. And has the Star Wars bumper intro. on Star Wars. Can we watch Star Wars? Can we get Star Wars? We've got Star Wars at (laughs) home. Well, you know how silly it is to open up Disney Plus and then click on the Disney (laughs) tab? (laughs) Like, it's like, yeah, it's fucking Disney. It's Disney Plus. Like, what are you... Uh, And then we got Visions. Um, We only watched the first episode. Some of those are pretty... Visions is good. Some of them are kind of weird. There's the Astro Boy looking one, which is an interesting episode. 
we I, we only saw the one that was like the the Kurosawa like Yojimbo style oh, black and one. white. Yeah. That one was cool. That's good. But then we got to the next one, one that was like it wasn't the next one. It was. It was. It was like the one right after it. No, no, no. no. I just put it on right after it. The one where they're talking in this in the ship for like twelve yeah, minutes yeah, straight. Yeah, that was like way down the line. Huh. Well, I don't know which one it was we watched, but it, it like, was super the, dull. Yeah, it was just characters talking some that are not very good. slowly. There's some that are very good. Very and and the, it had like the animation budget of like a bag of chips and a <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> just like, my, 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 my. Yeah, the, yeah, the talking. Oh, yeah, the talking, yeah. Very right. lazy. Uh-huh. And I get it. Anime has yeah. always sort of been like a, you focus, you spend more art and like money and mm-hmm. time on the backgrounds and the character designs than you actually do like the motion. Right. Because that's the most cost prohibitive. But this yeah, was like, oh, process. we know how to copy that art style. Let's just do that. I, I I think I mentioned it while we were Star watching Wars. it. It's like you can tell which ones were produced by a yeah. Japanese company <laughs> and which oh, yeah. one were produced by Americans. Yep. Like and uh, Funimation. There's there's style. some really really good ones that are in there. Treasure Troves. Um, the one about the twins is really good. Uh, there's one about the old man that's in the trailer with the like umbrella lightsaber looking thing. Oh um, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. There's some really good stories in there. None of them are even close to being like worthy of canon they're just fun it's, stories it's basically like, like what if right? yeah it's a what if star wars but it's a That's lot more exactly disconnected right. from it's not like they're taking luke skywalker and doing an anime version right of no these are just totally disconnected from any other star wars character no star wars characters actually used it's not canon it's not canon. It's on there Disney you go. That's, that one's correct <laughs> you got it you got it like it or hate it it's like a broken clock, or at least right twice a day. I guess the point. <laughs> I guess the but point. You we said can... the reason was because it's on Disney Plus. Okay, so it is. Canon. <laughs> Sorry, no Disney minus. No, you no. can't backtrack on your own logic. Okay, all right. I guess the point I can really make to summate this whole section is that I there hasn't really been anything concrete on Disney Plus. That I've been excited for or has been able to keep my attention like the Mandalorian or, you know, even just the first episode of Book of Boba. So mm-hmm. if they're going to if they're going to, you know, do the Netflix model of just quantity over quality, I would say maybe reverse that and just focus on making the big ones. Because like kids don't give a fuck about flying through the Millennium Falcon. Like if you put that <laughs> on TV in 1984, fuck, yeah, that'd be the coolest shit ever. But like, yeah, I, I just I don't know. There's just, like, so much stuff on there. It's, like, I don't know if this would appeal to my generation of kids. I don't know if this would appeal to the Zoomer generation of kids. Like, there's just so much stuff on there. It's, like, who is this for? Like, who is going to watch this? That's a lot. I think it's just a commentary on uh, television in general. general streaming services, yeah. Absolutely. But Disney Plus, Disney is just, like. A big participator in that. We got a bukkake, these IPs all over our fans, so they stop. They can't. They can't look through the crust and see how awful everything is on the outside. Yep, you got it. And so to bring us home, uh, to wrap up kind of upcoming projects here, we've got Obi Wan Kenobi slated for 2022. We're now in 2022. That's true. Uh, still no. That's 2022. Still no right announcement. There. Still no announcement date. As yeah. of yet. Or trailer. Uh, or trailer, an official trailer. So Am I wrong? On Did they, or wasn't there a point where they delayed the whole thing like six months? Because, because of COVID. And was it because of COVID or because who knows? They had to they wanted to like rewrite a lot of like they wanted to re break the story. Oh. And then COVID happened, I 
think that's what it was. I think they were already Either planning way. to delay it for creative the rewriting, reasons and then yeah. now economical. So. so if they do have an Obi-Wan show, is it going to be prior to the point where he kills Darth Maul? Because we see that in Clone Wars as well. We see their final moment. Don't I the think spoilers. I hey, think, you, you're on a Star Wars podcast. It's not canon. That's true. We did. <laughs> God damn it. This argument isn't canon. So we can stop having it. Um, uh, fuck, I had a good point. And then oh, you guys yeah. started talking about things. Uh, like Obi-Wan, yeah, leading up to Death of Darth Maul. Okay, yes. Yeah. So I was going to say, I think Book of Boba is going to be a little bit of a blueprint in terms of how they're going to handle these singular characters you know things, where they are going to do that similar structure of like, here's where you last saw them uh, getting the up to the back, flash forward. Right, yeah, like okay. the the... A M B N C O kind of structure right. where it's like, you know, everything will eventually loop around. But I like, see. if you want to, cause it's, it's like, you could do it like days. the queen's gambit, right. Mm-hmm. Where you just start at the beginning and go all the way to the end. And there's no flash forwards or flashbacks or anything. Do you think um, we'll see Liam Neeson's? <laughs> Dude, Liam I would Neeson? love to see him as a force ghost teaching Obi-Wan how to do the force ghost thing. Um, since he started the whole thing. Well, yeah, they, they do mention that in He's Revenge the of technique, the Sith. Yeah. Because they have to plant that seed as to why Obi-Wan would know when he lets himself die 20 years later. Because Yoda ultimately teaches him, but Yoda learned it from Qui-Gon. So Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon died first. He learned how to be a Force ghost. He right. taught Yoda. Again. After he had died, he taught also, him? Also, yes. Also in the Clone Wars... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, god damn it. I would be so much more educated about all these little details if I had just watched the Clone Wars. Because I feel like there's so much there is a lot stuff of lore that they cram in, the in there. Wars. Like Dave Filoni Absolutely. is just like, I'm gonna plug all these fucking holes. Absolutely. You also <laughs> find out that uh, Anakin has uh celestial beings have an interest in Anakin's outcome. Like, like the, the midi chlorians the themselves. For, no, like the force no, like force <clears throat> gods. Isn't themselves. that the midi chlorians? No, like in in like anthropomorphic gods that show up in human form. There's a father, a daughter, and a son. You gotta go watch the... For the people listening at home, I have a very confused look on my face right now. Yeah, just go watch Clone Wars, long story short. Skip Um, the first season. We have Andor also coming out sometime this year, date to be announced at some point. Mm, But it's billed as a tense, nail-biting thriller set prior to the events of that film. Um, I guess the the film they're talking about is uh, Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. Uh, during the formative years of the Rebellion, the twelve episode series will twelve, 12 episodes. I know that's wow. he long. Gets, he gets double the episodes that Boba Fett gets. I know it's <laughs> don't yeah don't get me started on that. Who even remembers Ka- Cassian Andor? I yeah he has no personality. Fan. I mean yeah. he Boba Fett has slightly less personality <laughs> than Cassian Andor, but like. Yeah. So we'll see Cassian uh, alongside with characters like... He's a good Kate. actor, though, if you've ever seen... Oh, uh, he is. Like Narcos, right? Oh, you mean Narcos. Dirty Dancing Havana Nights? <laughs> he's in that as well. Is he? Yeah. How old is that? He, that was when he was a kid, dude. It's a whole movie. He's like, what, 35? Uh, no, yeah. man. Narcos? Narcos is such yeah, a good... that's good. He's a good show. actor. I so like this him. is a prequel to a prequel is what you're saying. It's a prequel to a prequel, yeah. Wow. And so K2SO wow. will be coming back along with Mon Mothma, who they recasted with oh, uh, yeah. Genevieve O'Reilly. Well, okay, when you say recast, you mean in they between just, what? This is like, I guess, the... Pre, the 
pre Which number hope. Mon Mothma are we on? Is, oh, in I, terms I, of actresses. I guess you're right. Mon Mothma's probably been the there's most There's the recast, original, yeah. and then there's the lady that was in episode three oh, in right, the deleted right. three. scene. Yeah. And then the lady we see in mm-hmm. Rogue One, who is supposed to be her at the same age as the Return of the Jedi, roughly. So right. it's like, are these all different actresses? Or we again we should probably just do our research. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're all different actresses. Um, but they're all gonna set out to restore hope to a galaxy in the grip of a ruthless empire. Spoiler no, alert, it doesn't work. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a really cool st- to tell a story when So they're uh, gonna go on like a mit a volunt like a a Christian missionary kind of thing, like bringing, like they're going to go to poor villages on, on Tatooine and like rebuild their huts. I don't like, know. What, what exactly does that entail of? It's a ragtag <laughs> group of Han Solo type characters stealing from <laughs> Peter to give to John. <laughs> it is a really cool story to tell when you already know the ending. Yep. It's a <laughs> so, so space Robin says the Hood. director. That, yeah. That's how stories right. works, right? When you already know, it's exciting when you know how it ends already. Yep. The director also said it's a different approach because it's how things happen. It's not just what happens. It's not the typical way of approaching a story. It's about how things happen, and you know the ending, but you don't know how it happened. <laughs> and we have to to. We have that challenge in front of us again, which is exciting. Did M. Night Shyamalan say that? (laughs) What the fuck are they talking about? It's a different approach because it's how things... It's a lore show? Is that what they're saying? Like how Revenge of the Sith is a lore movie? It's a lore, yeah. This is a lore show? It's a lore show. It's like like a a Wikipedia entry come to life? (laughs) I never thought about it like that, but that's... In the most basic way possible, show over. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> and so then we've got a as long as the show the last line in Andor is and I'm sure we're gonna live to be very old and kick our feet back once this whole civil war is over <laughs> some kind of foreshadowing we need something like the end of the first Hobbit movie no oh. I'm sure the hard part's all behind us <laughs> if only if only uh, we've still got Mandalorian season three uh, also yet to oh, come yeah. out this year. Um, that's going to cover probably the war for Mandalore, the dark saber battle for leadership between, um, Mando and, uh, woman though. I don't know. What's her name? Yeah. Sabine's, uh, <laughs> or not Sabine's, uh, Satine, uh, her sister, uh, the pr- technically princess of Mandalore, the lady with the pink hair that looks like Norma from twin peaks. That's kind very, <laughs> that's very specific. Um, and yeah, I mean, Van, Mando's an unwilling leader. Like he doesn't want to lead the Mandalorian people into a rebellion. Um, what does he even want? Like, what is his motivation at this point? Because his whole thing was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop doing the whole gun for hire thing and prioritize saving this kid. And anything I do from this point on will it's be just a simple man, a step getting this else. kid closer to where he needs to go. So now it's like, now mm-hmm. what the fuck do you do? Like, you could just tell everyone to get lost. Like, their problems aren't your problems anymore. Well, remember, he's got an identity crisis because he found out that he's not an actual Mandalorian. He's a adopted... He's a Dutch Mandalorian. He's an adopted Mandalorian. And so his culture that he was raised in is totally contra to the, the values of Mandalore. Um, so Bo-Katan is pretty much going to have to 
And Bo-Katan is... Oh, that's the character Bo- we Bo-Katan Kreese, yeah. Kreese. She, she's the princess of, uh, of Mandalore. Um, she's the rightful owner of the Darksaber. I guess not, because Ma- Mando got it in Trial by Combat. So is, is Mandalore, in like in, in its current state, is it like like uh, like Thanos' home planet? Or it's just like war-ridden and like... Dis- like it's like... Uh, kind of. I mean, the Empire pretty much beat them into submission... Um, just bombed the fuck out of them. They beat them into submission during the Clone Wars with uh, bombs. Or po- post Clone Wars, <laughs> they were beaten into submission during the Clone Wars, even, but uh, even worse so after Darth Maul took over the planet, and then even more so again when the Empire took over. So man, 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 the Mandalore has—they've been through a lot. They've been through a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, so that'll be interesting. Will we see more of Grogu, or as uh, Brand Flakes likes to call him, Baby Kevin? Uh, will we see Baby Kevin? Who knows? Have to. I mean, why would Disney just literally throw that IP away? They're not going to throw it away. They're going to definitely keep him around in some way, shape, or form. It's just whether or not we'll see him in Man- Mandalorian or no, in, not another spinoff fucking show. Another spinoff show. <laughs> well, season two was basically just backdoor pilots, episode after episode. So I mean, yeah. That's exactly right. I wouldn't be surprised if they kept that. And Ahsoka, yeah, exactly. Speaking of, I have pilots, a prediction. Grogu will wield the dark saber and, and stab whoever, whoever it is in the fucking face, and he will. That's why he's not at the Jedi Temple when Kylo Ren goes and fucks them all. Because he goes back because he's ruling Mando. Mandalore. Yeah. He's like fuck this Jedi shit, dark side all the way, baby. And you're like, whoa! I thought you because you look like Yoda, you'd be a Jedi. Plot twist. Turns out everything you just did, all those people you killed to get to this point. It was all in the name of evil. Well, yeah, we know Good that job, Yoda's uh, species definitely then, has battles with the dark side. And then Mando gets addicted to death sticks to deal with the guilt <laughs> of the situation. But speaking of backdoor pilots, uh, Ahsoka uh, from that season two uh, episode, uh, she her episode is still to be announced um, as far as a release date. But they have said what it's going to be about because Thrawn is the main antagonist for the show, which is super exciting. Uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, the blue face guy. Blue face, red eyes. Yeah, blue face, red eyes. He's um, a very sophisticated being that likes to study the cultures of his enemies in a very Sun Tzu way to find out like what their motivations are as a people and then find out ways to like cripple them them. and exploit them. Yeah. So he's a very complex character, very cool for the Star Wars universe. Um, very interesting to see on on uh, live action because we've already seen him in uh, Clone Wars again. Is that the uh, only... Or actually not in Clone Wars, in Rebels is where he Rebels, uh, was right. seen. Rebels, yeah. right. But before that, what even was it? Just... Uh, he was Legends. He came out of Legends originally because he was the big baddie after Palpatine died. Um, oh, And okay. he took over after Palpatine died. But see, then I she warned him in like during... Stuff. Yeah. And I thought uh, he was just like super old. No, he's uh, very, very current. Um, so they've changed his backstory quite a bit to, to get him into the modern universe. So we'll see how they handle that going forward. So what you're saying is he's like a reverse Grindelwald. I'll go ahead and nod and say yes, even yeah. though I don't know what that Like is. Grindelwald was the villain before Voldemort? Oh, right. I see what you mean. Yes, right. Yeah, sure. I don't we'll, give a we'll shit about it. Harry Potter anymore. <laughs> Um, but what that also means is that uh, that confirms the hunt for Ezra Bridger and Sabine Wren, because that was the last time that we saw Ezra, which is a, a Jedi uh, in Rebels. 
um, was when he and Thrawn got taken by a space whale and yeeted into a, a space whale hyperspace lane out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, don't ask me why there are whales in space that travel through hyperspace organically. I don't know. Hey, it's I've Star seen Wars. Star Trek four. Okay. I don't have any questions. <laughs> so that show's going to be really interesting and I'm super excited for Ahsoka and where, where that takes us. Um, as far as exploring those, those characters in live action. Then we've got the Acolyte, which still is yet to have a release date, but it's by the Russian doll showrunner, uh, Leslie Hedlund, uh, which I really love Russian doll still waiting for a season two for that, um, Netflix show. Shrug. Uh, yeah. Um, but one it looks of, like she's going to write and direct and produce it. Um, but it's going to focus on a female protagonist, which I don't even know. It, I don't, I, uh, is she a protagonist if she's also a villain? I guess she is if she's the main. Does Disney focus have point. the balls to do that? Well, I mean, that's what this show is going to be about is a mysterious ne- thriller. Ray never got the chance to turn evil. Yeah, this is going to show dark side powers and shadowy secrets in the final days of the High Republic era, uh, which is 100 years or so before the Star Wars prequels, even. Um, and that'll have a female lead. So this is going to be like the equivalent of that Amazon Lord of the Rings show. You mean the like, show that's never come out and mm-hmm. cost billions of dollars? Oh, already? Yeah, it's going to come that. out. No, they canceled then, the Amazon Lord of the Rings. Did they no, really? They didn't. Mm-hmm. No When did way. that happen? <laughs> oh, man. Last I heard, they were moving locations to, for season two to like uh, England instead of... Uh, I didn't hear that it got canceled, but I know that, that uh, Lord they of the... They wouldn't have that, canceled it before that, that, it even uh, premiered, Game of Thrones prequel yeah, they, is the most expensive show never made so far oh that's right i heard yeah. about that yeah. that's a, i think lord of the rings is still happening we'll find out yeah um, on, our other, lord of the on rings our other podcast. lord of the rings podcast that one we make episodes <laughs> every week we we talk about lord of the rings weekly all the time yeah it, it's called um ring ringalings because we're a couple we're a bunch the of dinglings brothers. talking brothers. about lord yeah. of the rings there you go um, maybe it was the <laughs> video game that they were supposed oh, to Oh, maybe. Uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Oh, like yeah, one, yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like an Elder Scrolls Online type yeah. thing? I think I did hear about and that. That's definitely and then to finally wrap things up, um, Lando, the TV show, is set to come out on Disney+. Plus. We don't know who the director's going to be yet, I don't think. Um, we also don't know if it's going to be Billy D. Williams <laughs> or Donald Glover. Will it be young Lando or old Porcano Lando? I, <laughs> I do not foresee Donald Glover coming back to Star Wars. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Billy D. Williams probably <laughs> probably is going to be show up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be like uh, Picard, where he's not going to have to actually do any stunts. Yeah, but who wants to watch that? That's a great question. Because I don't know people a single that are watching person. So again, we're back to why is Disney putting out these shows that nobody's asking Who, for? Why, where is the demand for Lando? All of these old yeah, rehashing people all these old characters. Out of, out of the stuff people content, liked in Solo, original standalone content. Like yep. you were, you were talking about this the last podcast we did. Is that nothing is its own storyline it's all that's true in. yeah they all like i was to saying like the roots kind of history yeah. part right they yeah. all like every mandalorian almost had it until they had to tie and then, and then we got the the blue troopers and we got ahsoka <laughs> and we got boba mm-hmm. fett and everything's just like sinking its hook and then into the mandalorian all just yeah. sort of like stretching is he getting drawn it. and yeah. quartered by the past is that yeah basically <laughs> it's being spit roasted by yeah. uh corporate greed Yep. Yeah, I mean the not. show itself Maybe exists not. because of it. Maybe season three will continue with that. We'll see. 
And uh, well, that's the question. There's only it? so many characters they can bring back. <laughs> that's true. You say that until we get Wada. You know. I mean, they'll just there'll oh be people God, like Omega here. that most people have never fucking heard of, but it'll become <laughs> a key it's a new character. Player, so. Are you really though the Wado origin stories? <laughs> How did he become so anti-Semitic? <laughs> oh wait, no, that was George Lucas's fault. Well, folks, that's all I've got to uh, contribute to the conversation here this evening. What about video games? Huh? Star Wars video games. I think I did watch one of those clickbaity videos that- where the guy, like, he has, like, three things to say, but he takes 12 minutes and just says them over and over again. Oh, and it was no. Basically, uh, <laughs> uh, Battlefront 3 was pitched to EA, but they said it was oh, yeah. too expensive because... They had to kick 20% of the sales to Disney. So they basically have to make 120% to make a profit. Wow. So the licensing on Battlefront specifically was too expensive. But I guess Jedi Fallen Order, either they know, either, yeah, that's that's right, the sequel, either it will announce that it is going to come out. Right. So it must not be a similar license. Star Wars. It's game. still to be determined, though, when that will come out, unfortunately. If it, will. It's if, EA, if it so makes it, right? It, it most if, likely won't come out. But I, I really think we talked about this last time. Is <laughs> Do you think they're ever going to tie that into the live-action stuff, too? Like, are we going to get that actor? I would love to see Cal Casta's yeah. live-action. You know, the... The, uh, the guy that just... The guy from Shameless. From I Shameless, yeah, man. He's an amazing yeah. actor. Um, he was also I mean, in they, Gotham. They used uh, Forrest Whitaker... In, That's true. In the game, but it was right. in uh, Rogue One. So, or, wait, was he? They've he, already set that precedent that a did live he play the same character? He on, did, yeah. As Saw Gerrera, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. That was super cool. Um, so, some of the other games that are slated to announce: uh, Kotor remake. We're getting the remake oh, of Kotor. Yeah. I always wanted to play Kotor, but I never had an Xbox at the time. So. You, it's going to be a, definitely should like a remake, like a, like they're doing with the Modern Warfare remakes, and not like just like the we're going to Halo port. remakes, like or the uh, the Mass Effect remakes. They're totally remaking them. Okay, so they're not just going to they're not just going to port it over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's not good. a remaster, not but a remake. Started with. I might actually have an excuse to play it now. It is the story is <laughs> phenomenal, and I highly encourage it. Wait, no, but I'm pl- I'm busy playing a real. I'm anticipating a real game, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. That is coming out eventually. in 2022. Oh, yeah. It's actually coming out this year. It was supposed to come out in 2020, yeah. and I think it's because they're just such a small team. Yeah, probably. Um, they announced it those, this year. It's coming those, out this the year. The older games suck, so I'm, uh, I'm actually Star not Wars Hunters, to. which I have not heard hmm. of. Um supposedly it was supposed to come out in 2021 but i don't know if is that just a, a, a co-production between lucasfilm and amazon uh, with that al pacino know. nazi killing show <laughs> i don't know. it's called hunters oh okay oh. i see what you mean uh i don't know um and then Ubi, ubisoft massives uh open world um star wars game which is untitled yet uh, also, does not have a. Oh yeah, stage. Ubisoft. Is so that's then, uh, yeah. that's going to be like huh. the Elder Scrolls. That thing. leads to, I think, what will be more like the Elder Scrolls style one is going to be this Star Wars Eclipse. Mm. Game, oh yeah, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be. It calls it. It calls itself a new action adventure, multiple character branching narrative game set in the High Republic era. Oh, that's Quantic. Yeah, that's made by the Quantic by the guys. Quantic Dreams, yeah. which is Those the people that made Detroit, that, uh, become, Detroit human. become Human game. Yeah. I didn't play Star Wars uh, New really Moon good. 
Which is a lot. So like I don't know if I'll be left. Choose your own out. adventure yeah, video yeah, game yeah. is what it is. Yeah, it's really good. I just made a killer Twilight pun and nobody got it. Oh, so I'll so be, one I'm okay with it though since it, it is Twilight. Twilight fans, if you like this joke, make sure you. If, you okay, I'll, I'll just comments. keep. I'll keep doing it Norm style. Are they gonna make Star Wars Breaking Dawn parts one and two after Star Wars Eclipse? <laughs> if if that no. one does well. Boo! Okay. get this man out of here. <laughs> it's not my joke. Isn't canon? It's okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Hunters apparently was the one of those combat games from Zynga, which is like one of those mafia games or whatever. Aren't, don't they make yeah. fucking they make words with friends? Games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. And so fuckers. players could squat up in an arena-style battle. Um, whether the, It's un, unknown whether it's PvP, PvE, or both. Um, but it'll be, you know, just a, a money-grab Star Wars game. Yeah. So I mean, isn't that all of them, basically? There are some Star Wars games coming out, but it doesn't look like any good ones for any time soon. So. You can grab money and make a yeah, good Yeah, because they just announced that Eclipse is probably eyeing a 2026 to yeah. 27. Oh, my mm. lord. Well, that man. is good to go. Well, um, signing off for me, this is Professor X. Wait, do we have a... Do we have? Is that all we had to talk about? Do That's we not, all we have to talk about this time. We didn't have, like, uh, I guess... I, I guess I did tag on something like predictions at the end of the notes, but then we sort of just scattered that to what we already done. Yeah. So now I'm just delaying the end of the show. Oh, people have been listening to, to this long enough. Yeah. They're like, we gotta, we gotta no, I need more content. But there's nothing more to talk about. So well, I guess we can talk about the original trilogy some other time. Yes, that'll be our next thing. We'll we'll try not to make the whole thing Star Wars news. And I don't know. I think this annual release schedule may have been a mistake. <laughs> maybe we can uh, shrink that Tighten down. Maybe maybe quarterly. I don't know. Uh, semi-annually. Yeah. Every six months, every three months. Because weekly, I mean, we're going to end up like those collider fuckers if we tried to attempt something like that. Just no. soulless, yeah. talking in circles. Exactly. Like, so, yeah. I don't know. We'll but find I, out. We'll find a schedule that's not annually. I think if if and the stuff we've discussed <laughs> does end up dropping consistently in 2022, then maybe we'll have more of an excuse to come back. Need more content. Or have the Lord of the Rings con. There you go. Content. Right. We're just gonna the Ringling Brothers. We just pivot into whatever franchise we want to talk about that week, so that it never there gets stale. And then yeah. we'll eventually end up on like four random dudes talk about Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest goes to jail. Uh, no. It took Brandon like 10 seconds for me to, to frame the process. <laughs> All right, that that means Christmas. it's time for us to go to bed. So, All right. Thank you for listening to this thing. Um, I hope you all stay safe. I hope you all stay healthy. And I hope you all don't get so frustrated with Star Wars that you throw your toy lightsaber through the TV because don't do that. TVs are expensive and you don't really have the force. So you can't fix it with your hands. Because you don't have the force. These are four random dudes talking about Star Wars. I would like to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate. If you go to lootcrate.com slash four random dudes, you can get 20% off your first year. That's a $20 value for the price of $3.99. That's not canon. It's $399. That's not canon. All right. All right, we're done. Thanks. Good night. Thanks for listening. Good Goodbye. Night, Just one more drop, friend. Before we stop. One more moment face to face.